Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Imagine you were at your favorite coffee shop, and you're with Jesus, and you've got your favorite drink. And Jesus has got his favourite drink, which I'm pretty sure would be a three-quarter flat white. It's just, just what I reckon. And uh, you're having a chat. You're having a good old chat. And you know that you can say anything to Jesus because he's totally on your side. He's not going to judge you. So maybe you're just sharing with him something about what's going on in your life. Or maybe you're asking him a question about one of the gospel episodes And then the conversation comes to this woman, this Canaanite woman that we heard about in today's Gospel. And uh, this is the woman, of course, that Jesus said had great faith. And so as you're talking about her, you get a bit curious and you're a bit tentative, but you think you'll throw it out there. And so you, you say to Jesus, what about me? What about my faith? How confident am I that you'll look after me? Just, just like this woman was. How, how do I compare to this woman? What do you think he'd say? I want to focus in today on this woman of great faith. So maybe it's a question that you can come back to after we reflect on what she teaches us about having faith in Jesus My hope today is that we leave with a new conviction that we too, like this woman, can have not just faith, but we can have great faith. Today I I want to focus, uh, well, perhaps I'll say from the outset that this woman is supposed to challenge our concept. You see, we all have some kind of stereotype of what people of great faith look like, don't we? Maybe you think of someone who uh, is very religious or someone who is very prayerful. Or or maybe you think of someone who's a great theologian or someone who knows uh, Scripture off the top of their head. They can just, you know, say Scripture verses at will. Or maybe you think of someone who's got religious items all over their household or or, or someone who can pray long, eloquent prayers. Maybe that's the the kind of stereotype, that's the concept you have of, of people of great faith. Or maybe you think of particular vocations. You think of nuns or priests or missionaries. You think, oh yeah, they're the ones with great faith. You see, the the challenge with this woman is that she didn't seem to have any of these features that we expect of people with great faith. In fact, not only that, but she had some big barriers that were supposed to exclude her from having faith, let alone great faith. First and foremost, she was a Gentile. She was not part of the Jewish faith. She was from the wrong side of the tracks. She was the wrong race. She was the wrong religion. She didn't know everything she was supposed to know. She didn't didn't do everything you were supposed to do as a person of great faith. 
Secondly, she seems to me to be a bit unruly. As, as we heard, you know, when she approaches Jesus, she starts yelling at him. <laughs> she starts shouting. Not necessarily something you would immediately think a person of great faith would do, shouting in the, in the marketplace. I, I couldn't help but have a bit of a chuckle. You know, the, the disciples come up to Jesus and, and, and they're like, can you just give her what she wants? She's, you know, she's embarrassing us. Or, you know, they were clearly disturbed by her. They just want Jesus to sort of, you know, get her out of their hair. The third barrier for this woman is that her daughter was tormented by a devil. Now, at that time, it was commonly believed that if you had a, a physical ailment, if you uh, had some kind of disease, if you had a mental illness, it was either punishment from God or it was the work of the devil, which is what this woman thought. Not exactly uh, an experience that you would think, or certainly at that time, someone of great faith would have, having to deal with uh, uh, demons or a devil in their household. So this woman had some pretty great barriers, but Jesus' point today is that her barriers didn't stop her from coming to him, from recognising his authority and from making an act of faith. My, the title of my homily today is No Barrier Too Big. There's no barrier too big. You see, this woman believed that despite everything that disqualified her, her faith, her faith was still enough for God to heal her daughter. She put no limits on the kindness of Jesus, even when he ignored her and then pretty much rejected her twice, which he did, of course, to, to test her faith. Even then, she simply says, look, I know I'm not part of the group. I know I don't do all the prayers, but just a crumb. I just need a crumb from your table. I know that'll be enough. And that simple, uh, humble, uh, brave faith was great in the eyes of Jesus. It moved the heart of God. What does this woman from the wrong side of the tracks teach us about having great faith? Well, as you know, after the homily, together we're going to pray the creed. And in the creed, we are going to uh, reaffirm what it is that uh, we believe about who God is. So, you know, that God is, is the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. And we're going to reaffirm what we believe about what God did that he came in the person of Jesus, his son. He was crucified, died and was buried, descended to the dead. He rose again so that we might share in his risen life. It's, the creed is helpful for us. It's good for us to reinforce to ourselves and to one another the reason for our hope. But this woman helps us to realise that having great faith requires one more very important step. And that is to, to believe and to accept that everything that God has done for us, everything that we profess in the creed, he has done 
for me. And it's available to me through faith, regardless of what side of the tracks I'm from. This is the great leap that many of us find difficult to make. You see, we might be in the right group. You know, we've been baptised as Christians. But, but many of us, deep down, believe that our barriers are too many and too great to really expect God's favour like this woman did. For many of us, God is out there, but not in here. There are so many barriers that we carry within us and they're of all different shapes and sizes. We couldn't possibly name them all today. But what I've done is I've just put some in this basket and I want to ask the Holy Spirit just to lead us to a few of these. Perhaps these are the ones that, that are most pressing, that are most relevant to some of us today. So, so the first is this. Maybe your barrier is that you feel like you're in God's bad books. That you think to yourself, I'm always angry. Or I did that thing in my life. Or, or that thing happened to me. Or, or I, I, I always struggle with this particular sin. Or my marriage is a mess or it's dissolved. Or, or I, I'm same-sex attracted. Or, or, or I... I disagree with so many teachings of the church. And you think, surely that disqualifies me. Barrier. Maybe your barrier is that you've been turned off. Maybe you've experienced someone in your life that is just too Christian, too Catholic, and... and the thought of you putting your faith in Jesus and really uh, following him puts you in that same category as that person and you just can't stomach it. You think, oh, it's, oh, I can't do it. Maybe that's your barrier, that you've been turned off. Or maybe your barrier is, is doubt. You think, oh, look at the world. Look at the people around me. Look what people are facing. I mean, what what difference can God possibly make? Or you look at your own circumstances and you think, oh, I'm not quite sure that God can come through for me. Maybe, maybe you doubt that God is even real or God is good. Finally, maybe your barrier is that you just feel God isn't interested in you. Yeah, God may have created the world, but he certainly hasn't done much for me. I've been disappointed time and time again, and I'm not prepared to allow myself to be disappointed again. Now, what I don't want to do is dispute your barriers. Your barriers are your barriers, and they're probably there for a good reason. All I want to do today is echo Jesus' message to us today in this gospel. And that is that your barrier doesn't need to be a barrier. No barrier is too big. They can still be there. But like this woman, you can make a decision of faith in Jesus despite your barriers. Whether that's a, a, a decision 
to follow Jesus and to make him the Lord of your life? Or, or maybe that's a decision to entrust to Jesus a particular circumstance that you're facing right now. You see, faith comes from the deepest place in us, the place where God dwells. And when we make a decision of faith, we're drawing upon a power, upon a love, upon a mercy which is always going to be bigger than all of our barriers put together. God really is that good. We see it time and time again throughout the Bible, throughout history. When the power when someone makes a simple decision of faith in Jesus. And you know, for us to make that decision, we don't need to feel holy. You don't need to feel close to God. You don't need to understand everything. All you need to do is to open your heart to make a decision of faith in Jesus and then persevere in it like this woman did. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.